Welcome to the Positive Sports Podcast. I will be your host this afternoon, Ed Montana. Alongside me today... I don't even know what that gesture is. It's, well, it's not like you're clean shaven. Well, actually, I'm trolling you. You need to fucking... Your, your beard is so long, you need to comb it. You like that? You can cover it up with the scarf you have. It's not a scarf, it's a buff. My brother Alex, by the way. And my brother Ed with a scarf. It's not a scarf, it's a yes, buff. Yes, it is. It goes oh, to turtle. You took that from a fucking <laughs> turtle next <laughs> It's just, the, what, it's just the neck off a turtle. Right, right. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> no, man. Look, right? So you got to wear a mask everywhere. Right. So I don't know if I mentioned it last week on the show, but I ran a 25K mm-hmm. this weekend. Okay. So that's right? what, 12? 15 12? and a half miles, 16 miles, okay. right? And I ran, it's a trail race down, uh, it, we ran it on a ranch, on some on someone's ranch. It's the 7IL ranch. Is that trespassing? No, because you had to pay to get in. Oh, okay. All right. So it was three loops, right? So you always came back to the the, the center area of the of the ranch where the timing mats were, right? Okay. So you did one loop, came back, did another loop, came back, you know, did third loop, and that was it. And so when you were in that what they call the common area, you had to wear a mask. So with these things, right, it's pretty easy because you just. You know, right. you just pull it up over your mouth, and then once you once you leave the area and start running, you pull it back down. So it's great. I love it. And I've been I've been wearing it. This was Saturday. I've been wearing it ever since. I mean, I did wash you it. Go to sleep with it? No, because I <laughs> I don't have to wear a mask when I sleep. Thank goodness. So I just been wearing it everywhere because I find it very convenient. You just pull it up, pull it down. I don't have to worry about whether I have a mask or not. Right. Like, I picked my son up from football practice today. We stopped at the store. No problem. Just yeah. Lifted it up. So mm-hmm. I I like it, and it is it is. It's called a, a a a gator, not a scarf. It's a scarf. I like I, I like them because they're convenient, like you yeah, said. But convenient. it's a scarf. It's I a, might get me a scarf. It's a gator. I've got another one if you want it. No, I want my own scarf. Okay, whatever. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. <clears throat> Tell you what, man. So I'm pacing a buddy of mine, who's doing a hundred miler, right? <clears throat> Down in a hundred miler in Brazos Bend. Okay. Uh, so it's a 16.6 mile loop and he does six laps and I'm going to pace him for one of those laps. Right. Okay. So <clears throat> I talked to him, we, were, we, we did the, the, the race this weekend. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking and stuff and I found out cause I hadn't talked to him much about it before. I found out that I'm pacing him the fifth leg. Okay. Which a hundred miles starting early in the morning, the fifth leg is going to be in the middle of the night. Right, he's gonna do it in about twenty four hours, so it's gonna be in the middle of the night. So okay, we're talking. Come to find out, there's a bunch of gators down in Brazos Bend, and I'm not talking about this thing around my neck. I'm talking about alligators, crocodiles. Oh yeah, I would opt out. <laughs> at night, at night. Here's my question: Should I be packing heat? Cause those fuckers run fast. I mean, you got you're faster than, than a gator. No, I looked it up, right? So we're sitting there talking, and I'm starting to get real nervous about this this the, this gator population in Brazos Bend. So I pull up an article on my phone: what to do when you come across a croc uh, an alligator in the wild, right? <laughs> Check this out. Number one, do not approach the gator. That's good advice. And I'm like, hey, fucko. I'm not going to approach a gator. <laughs> if anything, the gator may approach me. 
And then, you know, it tells you other things to do. And then the, the one of the, the suggestions is, if you get bit, seek medical attention. You might not be alive. Yeah. No, sh- you mean if I survive? So I'm like, I'm petrified. But I already told my buddy I'm doing this, so I got to do it, right? Now, the good thing is, he will have already run like 66 miles by the time I pace him. So surely I'll be faster than him. <laughs> you should I mean, be. You should be nice and fresh. Right. I should be fresh. He, he'll be tired. All right. And but then so, you have to slow up to his pace. Right. But if we come across a gator. At least you know you can escape. I can outrun him. Right. Right. And I the mean, gator. Marty, I love you, my dude. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, if you end up being food, you end up being food. Right. Like it's the circle of life. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. I think I'm going to have to. I'm going to. I think I'm gonna run with a with a gun. I guess you can strap on a holster. Yeah, like, right? like I mean, yeah. I mean, cause because you don't want to like have it in your pocket and pull a fucking plexical burst. You know, right, what I mean? shoot myself in the yeah, 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 right? yeah. You don't want you don't want to do that. But I mean, like you gotta pack heat, right? I mean, yeah, you'll fucking look like Don Johnson running <laughs> from Miami Vice. <laughs> Get a nice white jacket. Yeah. Like, I thought that article was going to tell me wear a strobe light or some shit. Right. It's going to give him a seizure or something. You know, like, this fucking thing tells me to run away from it. No shit. Well, I mean, you know. I told my buddy, if we run into a gator, that's going to be the fastest lap you run. <laughs> You're no going to think freaking Usain Bolt is pacing you because I'm going to jet. Yeah, I mean, you got to fucking run. I, I mean, how close have you come to a gator before? Like, without a fence? Just... Like, in real life? Well, well, yeah. I mean... No, no, like... Have, I've, okay, I've, like, have I've, you been... I've seen them at the zoo, right? But they're contained, right? So... But, I, I mean, like, just like just come across one? I came across one... I saw one in a pond, and it was probably 20 yards away? Yeah. I've, I've come... Yeah, probably about the same, but I was in, a, in an airboat in Florida... And there's fucking there's just they're gator. everywhere. Uh, uh, yeah, they're pretty much everywhere, bro. Yeah, I know. In a fucking airboat, I'd have been paddling that motherfucker myself. <laughs> if those propellers stopped, I would have been fucking. I would have started blowing into the fan, bro. <laughs> Help, kids! Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. No. See, like, pretty fucking snakes crazy. and gators, man. That, that those scare this. Like, if I saw a bear, I don't think I would be as afraid as I would be of a gator. Because, I, you know, like a bear, I feel like a bear is big enough and, and, and similar in structure to, like, you and me, that if I punched it in the face, it would hurt, right? But a gator's got that hard shell. Yeah. If I punched him in the face, he'd be like, and what? Yeah, he'd right? be like... <laughs> yeah, he'd be like... <laughs> <laughs> Like, all of a sudden, I'm very much an anti-Florida fan. Yeah, see, I, I I just, I'm not a fan of, I respect them, but I'm just not a fan of, uh, you know, creatures and animals and, the you know, like, the wildlife, the zoo. I like, I like it, I like it, and I, but, like, I'm not one of those people that wants to, like, pet a stingray no. and things like that. I don't want to touch them, just like I don't want them to touch me. Right. I don't want to touch them. Right. Right, like, it's just not... And I, I'm an animal lover. I love all animals, even gators, provided they stay over there. They come well, over here trying to kill a brother. I'm gonna have to. Well, good luck to you. Um, 
I hope you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm petrified. <laughs> I mean, especially because it's at night. Yeah. And they're not exactly you know fucking neon green, <laughs> right? I mean, they fucking blend in with the night. I know they blend in during the day. Imagine at night. Maybe they have some like gator night ray vision glasses you can buy. You think pepper spray works on a gator? Maybe I could run with pepper spray. That's a good idea. But then you got to be really close close enough. Which close oh. enough may be if you reach out with the pepper spray, there may go your fucking hand and the pepper pepper spray. <laughs> then you're fucked. Yeah, but then but, then, least, but you still but got your legs. Least, but then at least he'll have indigestion when he eats the pepper spray. True, and then you still have your legs, which will allow you to run. Yeah, see, actually, now that I think about it, carrying a gun or pepper spray would be pointless because if I see one, I'm gonna run. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be like, oh, don't approach me because I will fuck you up. I'm gonna be like, peace out. Deuces. Yeah. Well, <laughs> just run, man. Oh, I can't wait to tell that story. And when is it? Next week? No, it's in December. Oh, okay. You got. Oh, you got time. Time for what? To, time to practice to, my gator roll. To train a little harder and so that you are faster. Oh, I'll be faster. My my buddy and I are pretty close in terms of speed. But like I said, he will have just like when I start running with him, he will have run sixty six miles. Surely I'm faster than a man who's run 60... He's at 66 miles. I'm at zero. Surely I'm faster than him. Is he running 100 miles without stopping? Like yeah. There's no stopping point? I mean, he can stop. Right, but I mean, but he's got 24 hours. I think, they had, I think they put a 24-hour time limit. Hmm. So yeah, you can stop. You can take a nap. You can do whatever the fuck you want. But you got to run 100 miles in 24 right. hours. Otherwise, you don't get the buckle or whatever the metal is, right? Well, maybe before approaching the, those 66 miles, the 66th mile... You know, kind of pace yourself so that you conserve some energy. Not you, your buddy. Right. Well, now that if he watches this podcast... Or fucking you... eat like a fucking power bar, you know, like so that he's got some... Mega power Yeah, bar? take some C4 or some shit. Although that, that may give you the shits, but at least you'll have oh some... Oh my God, wait. On a 16-mile run, it's possible, especially if he's been going all day... That he's gonna want to stop to take a shit or 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 take a leak. Oh shit! <laughs> That's some. Sh- oh, you may be in some shit. <laughs> well, no, he's gonna be in some. Figuratively shit. and literally. Oh my god, this is getting more stressful by the minute. Yeah, you definitely got to pack. Pack a knife. A fucking machete, bro. Dude, a knife. Like Tomb Raider, you know, the, the chick <laughs> put in the back and shit. And- Yo, but listen, with a knife. I mean, he's got to get close for the knife to be effective. Whereas pepper spray, you, you know, you can get one of those long shooting ones, a gun you can shoot from a distance. A slingshot. Dad has a slingshot. That'd I've be got pretty a cool. Slingshot. A bow and arrow. Man, I ain't never shot a bow and arrow in my life. What am I going to do all of a sudden? Shoot one at a gator in the middle of the night and be- expect to hit it? Yeah, I bet you'll learn pretty fucking quick <laughs> if your life's on the line. If, if, if there's any possibility of fucking death, <laughs> you will learn how to... Fucking rub two sticks and make fire, okay? Hey, hey, what's the worst injury that can happen on a trail race 100 mile? Death. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, hey. Well? We'll worry about that when the time comes. But for now, let's let's get to the big topic, right? And we're going to talk about sports. LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers won the franchise's 17th NBA title last night with a victory, a very easy victory over the Miami Heat mm. to win the series 4-2. Uh, 
I believe we both picked the Lakers to win the series. <laughs> I did not. We didn't? I picked the fucking Heat in five. Oh, that's right. Did I? I think you picked I, the Heat. In six. In six. Well, I got the games right. That's so the games I'm, I'm right. better than you in that regard. Yeah, but I mean, that doesn't make you any smarter. It makes me more right. <laughs> it makes you more wrong. It makes me less wrong. It makes you less right. You However was, you want to do it. You were still wrong. This is true. Um, Did, so LeBron wins his fourth NBA championship? Fourth. With his third franchise. Yes. And, I mean, really, the only the, 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 the big topic of conversation today, as is every time LeBron has won, is, is he the GOAT? Right? Yeah. Is he the greatest of all time? And then the discussion comes with him and, and Jordan. And he even, I think he even kind of alluded to it a little bit when he made the, uh, the respect comments last night. He, he, wants, he wants respect for, which I kind of don't understand, right? Because he said he wanted respect for the Lakers. The Lakers are one of the most respected franchises in the NBA. Right. Uh, they're up there with the Celtics and, and, and whatnot. Uh, he wanted some respect for uh, GM Rob Polinka. Polinka is highly regarded in the NBA mm-hmm. in terms of his uh, GM abilities. Uh, he he wanted some respect for Laker Nation. I don't know of a fan base that gets more pub than Laker fans, partially because of the celebrity. So I don't know what he's talking about there. And then he wanted some damn respect for himself. And that was the only one I understood. <laughs> what did you think about that? I I didn't fucking understand. I don't know what kind of respect he wants. I think he's respected. I mean, he's in the conversation. That that alone right there garners that you're respected. Right. I mean, you're in the fucking conversation, yes. right? I mean, I agree. So I don't know. I don't know what he meant by that. I'm just I'm sick and tired of the whole fucking Michael Jordan versus LeBron debate. I don't I don't think there's any debate. They're both great. Every you know, I I I I lean towards you know. One side more than the other, but I mean Which that side? doesn't uh, Jordan, but that doesn't take away from what I think about LeBron as a basketball player. Right, you know what I mean. Right. I, he's fucking, he's one of the greatest. I mean, but you know there are some differences, right? Right. And even if I take away the six and zero record of Jordan and the four and six record of LeBron. LeBron in the finals, I still see differences, you know, that make me lean towards Jordan. So the record has nothing to do with it in my eyes, right? If I didn't mm-hmm. want to use that argument, because I think that's an easy argument to, right? That's something right. easy to lean on, right? Six and no, obviously, is greater than four and six, but the guy has made fucking eight finals in a row, nine in a row, 10 overall. I mean, you know, that's, yeah, you know, so. I'm personally sick and tired of, of, especially because it's just two different eras. The right. game was played differently. It's it's just different. You know what but I it's mean? Funny, but it's funny that we don't have that same conversation, or we didn't have that same conversation with Jordan and Magic and Bird. Probably. Be- now, they were a little bit closer yeah. in, in terms of time. But but I think it's almost like George, uh, Magic and Bird were kind of passing off the baton to Jordan. Mm-hmm. You know, like they were kind of on the <clears throat> well, tail didn't, end. Didn't, didn't Jordan kind of pass it on to Kobe, and then Kobe kind of yeah. passed it on to, to LeBron? Yeah. <clears throat> so it's kind of here's here's the thing. I think <clears throat> part of what makes this 
part of what makes this conversation distasteful is that people assume that when you say Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time, that you are automatically saying that LeBron sucks or that LeBron is way inferior. Look, and not only LeBron, right? You're talking about everybody. Will, Kareem, right. Shaq, but, but no Kobe. One gets, but no one gets pissed about those guys, right? Yeah. And look, in, in, in the Olympics, when yeah. they run the 100-meter dash, right? Usain Bolt wins the gold medal, right? But he doesn't win it by five <clears throat> seconds. He wins right. it by a, a smidge, right? He wins it by a tenth of a second or, or less than a tenth of a second. And I feel like this greatest of all time conversation is the same thing. I feel like Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. But he wins it by a little bit. He, it's not like he's... We're not comparing him to, to Carlos Boozer. Right. You know what I mean? Sorry, <clears throat> Carlos Boozer. I'm sure you're a, a fine basketball player and a great guy. But Great, great hairline, though, Carlos. Fabulous hairline. And I don't know how I pulled that name out of my ass compared to... <laughs> right? Like, I should have said Bernard King or something like that. I don't know. Anyway. Right. Right, but... Look, I think LeBron is great. In fact, I can even think of some reasons why LeBron is greater Mm -hmm. than Jordan, right? The fact that he's done it with different franchises. The fact that he's done it having to defer to one or two teammates, right? Uh, Not so much in Cleveland, but certainly in Miami where he had uh, Dwayne Wade and and Chris Bosh here in L.A. with Anthony Davis. You know, there's a there's a different dynamic there that Jordan didn't have to deal with. Jordan was very clearly and obviously the number one all the time, right? So I can see instances of, well, I think LeBron is greater in this way. But I think it's silly that people get so bent out of shape about, about the debate. Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying one or the other is, is the greatest. It's a debate. Yeah, but I think we're, it's 2020... And it's we're living in a very sensitive society. Oh, we like the a little a little soft society. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And those softies are you know LeBron stands. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, they can't be more wrong. They like they they're never wrong. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, but I mean, it's I I think those are just facts, man. I th- and the other thing is you know. I think, you know, and I still give LeBron a little heat for this, and I think a lot of people do. You know, Jordan won three in a row. He then quit basketball to go play baseball for whatever reason. But he quit basketball. Right. And then he came back. And he didn't go to the fucking Rockets. He didn't go. He went back to the fucking Bulls. Yeah. LeBron and won three more. LeBron... And don't get me wrong, what he's done for the city of Cleveland, outside of the basketball court and on the basketball court, he fucking carried that franchise for a long time. For a long time. Yes. After they were the fucking, you know, after well, after Jordan hit the, the shot on Elo, I mean, the, the fucking Cavs disappeared, right? right? Right. So what he did for that franchise, you know, is 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 great. But he quit on the Cavs. And then he went to the Heat, and then he teamed up, and then he was gonna win six, seven, eight, nine, and ended up winning two out of four. Then he goes back to the Cavs after they have like three straight seasons of first round picks. Of course, only one of them, Kyrie Irving, was on that team, right? Right. But it's kind of like, you know, you. 
I don't know. How to, I don't. I don't know the right analogy, but you know, you fucking went over here to the to the to the pretty girl that had the fucking Mercedes and the mansion, right? And you know, you you got your meals every night, and you got your little, you know, your your cookie, you know, every yeah. night and shit like that. And then and then you went back with. Once your old, once your ex girlfriend lost some weight, yeah, exactly. You went back, to yeah, because you were, you know, you were looking at her Instagram pictures, and you're like, <laughs> oh man, look at this man, fucking, she getting fall, yeah, four years later, holy <laughs> shit, you know, and then, you know, her dumb ass took you back, and you went back, and you know, whatever, and then you're coming home, you know, it's kind of like, again. you know, so that whole scenario, I know it's old, but it, it, I think it, it's part of the narrative, right? It is, and I think it bothers some people, and it. It doesn't bother me, but I mean, I, I, you know, I look at it and I'm like, eh, did you really have to fucking go over there and then go back to Cleveland? And I here's, don't know. here's the thing about that. And I, I, it's a very good point. I think that while he doesn't think that's a big deal, I think most people that analyze basketball and, and, and most people that get into this conversation, they do place a certain value on that, that he doesn't understand. Right, and and I think that's what he's talking about when he says he wants him. And this is the other thing I think. I think sometimes LeBron, <clears throat> he I think he's a obviously he's an exceptional basketball player, one of the greatest ever. I think he's a good dude, like he's a genuinely good dude. But when he talks, I think he just doesn't he he doesn't get it. And and maybe it's because he's as you know as famous as he is, right? But he you know, he he wants. He want when he said that last night. When he said that, I felt like he was saying, "I deserve to be in the conversation of the greatest ever." And it hurts my feelings when you just dismiss me as no way in hell I'm the greatest ever. Right. And what he doesn't understand is the fact, the mere fact that we have the conversation about him possibly being the greatest ever is the respect that he's clamoring for right, right? yeah it's like look dude we do respect you that's why you're in this conversation now some people don't think you're the greatest but that's okay the you know <clears throat> it's very rare look even in football when we talk about the greatest quarterback ever <clears throat> people still argue that it's not tom brady even mm-hmm. though he's won the most super bowl right, right right um hockey is probably the only sport that does not have a conversation about the greatest Wayne yeah. Gretzky's the greatest, and that's that. Yeah. Right? Soccer has Pele and Maradona. Uh, uh, football has a whole slew of guys. Joe Montana, Tom Brady. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is even in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> baseball? Baseball. Baseball doesn't, baseball really, doesn't really have a conversation because there's so many, and, it's, yeah. and the history is so long, right. right? So just by the mere fact that you're in the conversation, every sport's going to have the conversation. There's very few sports where you're going to outpace the second guy by 40%, right? Yeah. Like, Gretzky's got, <clears throat> I don't know, a 1,000 career goals, and the next guy's got like 600. You know, it's just, it, okay, there's just no argument there, Right. And very few sports are you going to be able to do that. Very few sports. No quarterback in football is going to throw for 150,000 career yards and second place is going to be at 100,000, yeah, right? Yeah. No basketball player is going to, is going to score you know, 45,000 points and second place is going to be at 30,000, right? It just doesn't, it's not, that's just not the way it works. And so, you know, you're, you're in the conversation, dude. That's good enough. That is your damn respect, as you say.
All I gotta say is, Michael Jordan fucked it up for everybody. I mean, he literally the guy set the bar so high. Yeah. Of just from winning to how he approached games to how, whatever he had to do to psych himself out to fucking take shit personal, whatever. He really fucked it up for people after him because yeah. I mean, he just did. I, I, well, I mean, and, and part of part of what he did that fucked it up. It's not just <clears throat> the fact that he won, because he's not the greatest winner ever. Bill Russell won 11 titles, exactly, right? Exactly, right. But what he did was, he was obviously A-plus competitive player, championship winner. But then on top of that, <clears throat> he changed the game in the sense that it was played more above the rim than before. Mm-hmm. And from a marketing perspective, yeah. he changed the game as well. So he changed. So he's, a, he's an A-plus winner. He changed the game on the court, and he changed the game off the court. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's hard to do. That's just, I mean, <clears throat> and for LeBron to come not very long after that, you know, maybe if LeBron came up, came around 20 years later, maybe he could have changed the game, right? right. Maybe he could have changed, maybe he could have changed the way the game was played. I, I don't know how, but let's just say, right? Um, <clears throat> maybe he could have changed the game off the court as well. But so short after Jordan, he's not able to do that. And so the comparison is always going to be somewhat lacking there. And Jordan is probably going to win that argument all the time. Right. <clears throat> Let me ask you this, though. Does does LeBron James win the argument if he wins, let's say, three more titles? If he, if he, if he, if he ends up 7-6 and six in the finals with seven NBA rings... Four with one of the most storied franchises there are, the L.A. Lakers. Does he win the argument then? I I, I think he almost has to. I, I think he more almost, championships, right? I mean, more championships. And think about it. LeBron, you know, while he doesn't have to, I mean, LeBron fucking puts up triple doubles, you know, like on the regular, pretty much. Yeah. So. He does a lot more than just scoring. Mm-hmm. You know, he can, he affects the game, and even now, I mean, always really since he came into the league, he just affects the game. Like he, te- defenses have to adjust to how you know how he plays because he just he does it all. He plays all fucking five positions, yeah. four positions at least. I mean, yeah, he's great. He's great, and and I, I wish. Whereas Michael Jordan needed the chip on his shoulder was part of who he was, where he would find those slights to in order to keep himself moving in the right direction. Uh, I don't think LeBron needs that. I feel like for him it's more of a burden, and I wish he didn't have it because yeah. I I, I kind of feel bad for the guy. Well, you know, but I think well look, I he's think he's an NBA champion. Are they gonna have a parade? He is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I want to give credit to the rest of the Lakers because I think you know Anthony Davis who. His, Anthony Davis. Who's that? Uh, probably the. Did he win the final MVP? Top three, you know, player <clears throat> of the NBA. No, LeBron. Did the best him. center in the NBA. He's not the best center in the NBA. LeBron is. He doesn't give him his center. damn respect. Fuck that. Give I, him his damn respect. I just did. I mean, LeBron basically won that championship by himself. Look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna slight the guy anymore. I'm gonna give him his damn. You're respect. gonna give him his respect. I'm gonna give him his damn respect. Well, uh, so. Um, look, 
He was the best point guard in that series. He was the best guard. He was the best center. He was the best coach. I think he even like, <clears throat> I think he even helped the guys stretch before the game. He was the best at everything. Well, he was certainly the best GM. He was the best GM because that team is totally different than what I think. Kuzma's the only guy that survived, or, the, and Caruso maybe, maybe that survived from last season. Like yeah. everybody's not there, so I mean. See, that's another thing. You know what's so, Fuck LeBron. I'm not giving him no damn respect. I mean... I knew I could get you off yeah, well, the you know. LeBron train. But, but no, but I mean, you know, that's, that's, that, I mean, that's another thing. The guy, you know, kind of handpicks, you know... Well, he's been doing it know? since he went to Miami, right? Obviously. Obviously. So. But, you know. But I mean, yeah, props to the rest of the Lakers. Because I think Rondo had a fucking great series. Playoff Rondo. And Anthony Davis played, I mean... By game four, I was like, Anthony Davis might win MVP. But then, you know, games five and six, especially yeah. six, you know, LeBron. I mean, yeah, there was no way, maybe co-MVP, but there was no way LeBron wasn't getting it. But by through game through four games, I thought LeBron, yeah, uh, no, Anthony I, Davis I agree. When had you, played. When, when you look at the series as a whole, LeBron was the yeah, MVP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But through game four, when it was 3-1 Lakers... Oh hell yeah! That was I mean, that was Anthony Davis's. If anything, MVP. it was really close, as so close that you might have to go co MVP. No, like I, I said, I, I thought no... it was pretty much Anthony Davis. At that yeah, point. but but then Anthony Davis did nothing in Game Five. I think he got hurt. Did he, he got hurt? He elbowed Crowder. I mean, yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, Dwight season. Howard, he played good all fucking season for for the Lakers. Like he was really, he was really an important piece. He won an NBA championship in Orlando years after we said he wouldn't do it. In Orlando? <laughs> no shit. Finally won a... Finally, in finally Orlando. Won, 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 won an NBA championship in Orlando. You know the Magic got to be pissed. Yeah, well... <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, no, the Lakers, you know, fucking... Uh, Caruso had a good season. Uh, Kuzma? I mean, yeah, yeah, he had a good. I mean, the Lakers played well, man. I mean, they really did. No, they're I mean, good. You know, they. They're I mean, good. obviously, they have two of the top two Ten. players, two of the top two players in the NBA. Well, Giannis <laughs> might have something to say about that. You know, but I mean, Butler. but you know, Steph Curry and props to the Heat because the Heat fucking hung Kevin in there. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> I mean, the Heat Heat hung in there. They had yeah. a fucking great season, and I think they were just really they were outmatched. The whole series because they, you know, they were just outmatched. Besides, on top of having the injuries, the injuries I think really, really hurt them. But I mean, they weren't. I mean, they they were just outmatched. So yeah, I mean, you know, it was a good effort, but they they, they were fucking tired. I mean, I don't know how they pulled off game game five because yeah. they were really like on empty. <laughs> yeah, so. but look, if if Dragic is healthy and Bam is healthy, I think that's and the Lakers win in seven. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe mean, not. I mean, I don't want to take any shine away from the from the Lakers, but let's face it, that that Heat team was was pretty compromised. Those yeah, are yeah. two pretty big important pieces, and it's unfortunate that we didn't get to see them healthy throughout. Yep. To see what it what it really would have shook out as, you know. But you know, that's that's the way it goes, man. Look, every year in sports, a team wins the championship, and I've always said this. Every year, the team that wins the championship runs into some good luck. Be it during the season or in the playoffs or in the finals or whatever. You know, it's it's so hard to do. You need your fair share. And 
a little bit of luck never hurts either. So, anyway. Uh, now we've got baseball coming down the stretch, right? We're down to the ALCS and the NLCS. The Astros took care of the A's. The Rays took care of the Yankees in a fabulous series that went five games. A nail-biter down to the very end. Um, a home run in the bottom of the eighth of game five uh, for the Rays to, to win that series. And now we've got that ALCS matchup. The Rays, another team that, you know, not real happy with the Astros. I think it would have been more interesting with the Yankees because uh, the Yankees obviously were one of the teams that, that bitched to MLB about the Astros. Uh, and they haven't had a chance to see him all year since they got punished. But instead, we get the Rays and the Astros. Game one last night, another close game. And uh, the Rays pulled it out 2-1. Again, just just razor close. There were so many situations in that game where it could have turned. Uh, what do you think about this series? Well, I think from here on out, uh, Kevin Cash said we're going to pitch Snell until his arm falls off in game one and then until it's his next turn it's just going to be fucking bullpen and the Rays have arms for days the Rays have a lot of fucking arms and those bats seem to be getting timely hits man yeah um, so it, I, I would expect to to see some more low scoring games here yeah. And the Astros were hot, man. I mean, their bats really woke up during the A-Series. Well, they got a cold shower last night. Cause yeah. Blake Snell, it's funny. <clears throat> that game was 1-1 in the fifth. And it felt like the Astros were winning 6-1. Because he threw like 110 pitches. He was struggling every inning. But somehow he was managing to get out of yeah. the inning. And then on the other side, Valdez was just cruising. Yeah, he pitched well. He he was he seemed like he was just cruising, no problem. And then, but then you look up and it's one one, oh. and you know, then, then they end up giving up a run in the fifth or the sixth or whatever, and they end up losing the game. It, it's I thought I think this series is pretty easy. If the Astros hit, the Rays are in trouble because their bats can't keep up with the Astros. You don't think they can? No. And if the Rays pitch well, then the Astros are screwed because the Astros can't keep up pitching-wise. Um, <clears throat> it's going to be an interesting series because at some point, right, something's got every, I think every game something's going to give. And it's just a matter of who can, who can make it happen four times. I don't think the Astros are going to win too many games 2-1. And I don't think the Rays are going to win too many games 9-8. Right, so it's it's whoever it's whoever gets their thing going, whoever yeah. does their whoever does their thing, and last night it looked like the Astros were going to do their thing. You know, Altuve hit a home run in the first inning. Blake Snell was struggling throughout, but somehow he made it through, and there was you know it ended up being a two one game. And if it's a two one game, I'm telling you, the Rays are going to win it. Yeah, that game one when you when you work the starting pitcher, any starting pitcher, the way the Astros did to Snell. That's kind of a, you know, 100 pitches, five, five innings. innings you, yeah. you'd think you would score more runs, right? It's kind of a game they might look back on and say, man, we didn't come through when we needed to. I think the Astros are in trouble. I think they're in trouble. I mean, I I, I said before the series they're going to raise a win 4-2. I don't, tr- I, I don't, I don't trust don't... the Astros pitching. I, you know, I, I guess... 
I trust the Rays pitching to hold down the Astros more than I trust the Astros pitching to keep them in games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be the problem at the end of the day. Could be. Could be. But I think... I Don't underestimate the uh, the Rays bats. I think... If, if they bust through... If they have one game where they... And I'm not talking like the last game that if they clinch, right? I'm talking like game two or game three. If they bust out, that's going to be a tough team, man, going forward. Yeah. Well, at this point, I think they're all very, very capable. Um, and it should be it should be a good series. On the other side, you've got <clears throat> the Dodgers and the Braves, both of which swept through their series. The Braves against the Marlins. And the Padres and the Dodgers against the Padres. Look, this is one versus two. This is pretty much the matchup I expected that we would get in the National mm-hmm. League. And both teams are stacked, it seems like. Uh, the Braves haven't lost a game uh, so far in the playoffs, and neither have the Dodgers. Something's got to give, obviously, in this series. I think, you know, the Dodgers have obviously been the sexy pick all year, best record in baseball. And a, a loaded team that's been, you know, tested in the playoffs before. Everyone knows all there is to know about them, right? They've been in the World Series two of the last three years or three of the last four, whatever it is. You know, everyone, they're the sexy pick. But don't sleep on this Braves team. They absolutely shut they shut down Cincinnati in, in the wild card series. They shut down the Marlins. Uh, They've had the best pitching yeah. Staff out of all sixteen teams that made the playoffs, uh, yeah, and they've had the best pitching staff. While the Dodgers lineup is no punk, you know, the Braves are coming in with a lot of uh, a lot of confidence on the mound. What do you think about the series? I have a feeling we're going to be let down because I, I mean I think the same thing as you. Like this should be a good series, right? But I have a feeling we're going to be let down, and I don't know which way. The better series is going to be the Rays and the, and the, and the Astros. <clears throat> I don't know. I kind of say the, 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 the Braves are going to win. But I don't know. I think the Dodgers are kind of... Aside from fucking having Mookie Betts. I mean, you add Mookie Betts to that lineup. That's That, that lineup made the fucking World Series three years in a row. Yeah. You well. add Mookie Betts and then you have... You know, that pitching staff is pretty good. I th- I th- I think I think the Dodgers are going to uh, sp- spoil it. I trust the one-two punch of the Dodgers more than I do of the Braves, right? Uh, Walker Bueller and and Clayton Kershaw <clears throat> looks vintage. I mean, he looks like the Clayton Kershaw that that really dominated MLB pitching for a while. Um, <clears throat> I trust that combination more than I trust what the Braves have. Both teams have been able to set themselves up in terms of rotation for the playoffs. They don't have to worry about being tired like the Rays did with going five with the Yankees. Um, but again, I just I just trust the pitching of the Dodgers a little bit more than I trust the pitching of the Braves at this point. And partially because of the lineups that they're going to face, right? Yeah. Now, the one wild card here is, I think, this could be the type of series where one guy just blows up and just just blows everything to bits, right? Kind of like Anthony Rendon did last year. Like, all of a sudden, he was coming up in every big spot and he was getting clutch hits. 
And I, I, I feel like Acuna could be that guy. He is so disruptive. If he gets up in situations where there's men on and late in the game and things like that, he could really end up just blowing this whole thing to bits and, and winning the series for for the Braves. That's the only thing that I think may stop the Dodgers is if they run into a buzzsaw. Where, you know, baseball is one of those games. Baseball is one of those games where you don't really have much control over when things happen, right? Like, you don't. Acuna really doesn't have any control about getting at bats with two outs and two men on, right? Um, It just. It either happens or it doesn't. It's not like basketball where in the last minute of the game, you can put the ball in the hands of certain players, right? Um,. Here is just a little bit different. You don't have any control over it, which is why baseball. You sometimes you get like a, a real oddball MVP. Um, but I feel like if there's one guy that could really blow things up, it's Acuna. Yeah, to me, he's hit a miss because he. I think he's like in the top for the season striking out. That I, that that Braves lineup, as good as it is, it also strikes out a lot. So. Which means, you know, you don't put the ball in play, you don't move uh, runners over. I don't know. That's why I kind of say the Dodgers may, uh, plus it might be a fucking Los Angeles' uh, year. You know, Lakers just won, you know. I think the Dodgers are going to fucking make easy work of the the Braves. Wouldn't that be something? The Dodgers win in Arlington, the Lakers win in Orlando. Yeah. Then they have two parades just to spread corona around in their city. (laughs) Yeah, no Surely shit. they're not going to have a parade. Mm. California's still not even open. I don't know. I don't know, and I don't care. As long as they stay over there, don't come over here, and I don't go over there. Stay, and I stay over here. Me. So the the one cool thing about both of these series, right? The way they're doing it is seven straight days. Yeah. So if you if a series goes seven games, mm. you're going to play seven games in seven days. That's right. To, for a shot at the World Series, that's gonna be, that's gonna be fun to fun to watch. It, and it, that see that to me plays into the hands of a team like the Rays, right? Who's got a bullpen for days, right? And that also plays a little bit, I think, into uh, the Dodgers because you can get long outings from Walker Bueller and Clayton Kershaw so that you don't tax your bullpen. Then they can come back for game five and six if you need them. And they still have Dustin May. Right, who's no who's no slouch either. Yeah. So, so they've got... If you have starters that can go deep into the game, right. That it, this type of series is to your benefit. And if you've got a bullpen with, you know, I don't know, how many arms do the Rays have? 38, 39 different arms? I mean... Some shit like that. Yeah, some crazy number. Which then is that, the reason, that kind of plays into your, your strength as well. Yeah, which is the reason why the Astros have... Quite a, a bit of well, but that they I think they understand that, and that's why they they brought in like I think they're carrying like sixteen pitchers. Yeah, like they're carrying a lot of pitchers, so they understand. They understand this whole you know playing seven days straight. Well, I think like I, if I'm not mistaken, all of the teams are only carrying two catchers, right? And, and so usually that's the debate, right? Mm-hmm. Do you carry two or three catchers, and then depending on what you do there. <clears throat> The flip side is a reliever. Right. Right? And I think all four teams have gone with two catchers. Oh, have they? Oh, yeah. I don't know. So, to get the extra arms in. So, who you got? 
And the Braves. Uh, I think it's going to be the Ray. I think it's going to be the Rays and the Dodgers. Rays and the Dodgers. Yeah, but you know, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I like well, it, man. I love it. I hope they both go seven. That's for sure. Yeah. I pretty much always root for seven games when it's not my team. Right, right. When it's my team, I obviously I root for a sweep. That's right. I want to win every single game, twice. Yeah. <laughs> Clinch the series in two games. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, well, I don't know. You, uh, you want to go into football? Or, let's. let's uh, I, I got to get going. I got a meeting in a bit. But well, let's uh, wrap it up. But but let's talk about one thing in football. Um, actually, two things. One, hats off to the NBA. The bubble worked. It was beautiful. I loved it. I, you know, no disruptions, no cases, nothing. Uh, hats off to the MLB the way that they've decided to do the playoffs mm-hmm. because you can't have scheduled disruptions in the playoffs, right? That's when it, it all goes out the window if you get a, a... And I'm saying all of this to say to the NFL, I hope you're watching. I strongly suggest you take your playoff teams and put them in a bubble. I understand you want to have fans. I understand you want to do what you want to do, whatever. I think you cannot risk. I think it would be unfair to risk getting cases and risking the schedule of the playoffs by not having a bubble. Yeah. And and you do have a little more wiggle room in football because you only play once a week, right? So you can push a day. A day. But you can't push two or three days because then you, you, you create... A situation of short rest for one team as opposed to another. So I don't know if they're doing the bubble or not, but I strongly suggest they do a bubble for the playoffs. I um, I think we'll get one, and I'm and I'm, I want to search something up real quick. But I think I think they'll do one. So the World Series would end on October 28th. That would mean. That the NFL would be, <clears throat> what, eight weeks in? Something like that. About, I think the NFL should do this. I think by week 12, week 13, you already have, you're going to have a bunch of teams eliminated. Let those teams that are eliminated, well, shit, they may have to play, they may have to play uh, some playoff teams. Right. I Well, yeah. I understand them not they, Yeah, they it. have to. They have at, to do a at this point. At this point, they've committed... To not doing the bubble during the regular season, so I, I, I kind of like baseball. I don't think you can. I don't think you can really change it at this point, right? Because then you create a competitive advantage or disadvantage for certain teams, right? right. If you put them all in a bubble, then you're going to have teams that are going to have more home games and road games. You know, like they would finish the season with, say, let's just say for argument's sake, six home games. Uh, four four road games and then six neutral side games and that that wouldn't be fair, right? If 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 by week fifteen, week fourteen, whatever, you already have the fucking playoff teams decided. I say you cut the fucking season short. You right now you start planning where you're gonna bubble this <clears throat> and just move everybody to a bubble and that's it. Shorten the season. Yeah, there's no I, there's I, no I sense. Of, I kind of agree with you, but the problem with that is. Revenue, right? If you cut the season short, if you cut it, like, let's say 
you, let's say for some reason, which it won't happen, but let's say all of the playoff teams are decided after they've played 14 games. And you say, okay, we'll cut it off right here. And you're going to miss out on revenue for weeks 15 and 16, or what would be 16 and 17? What I what I think they should have done this year is this year they should have done two bye weeks, right? Yeah. So that you could deal with cases like the Titans and the Cart uh, the Jets and. Well, I'll tell you what: not. if there's more cases and more teams that get it, they may have to they may have to just reset, right? Take a break and come Shut back. Shut the season and, down for two weeks. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, especially when you're the only game in town. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That that that'd be interesting. But for the playoffs, I think they. Absolutely have to do a bubble. Yeah, the problem is going to be now you... 12 teams. Well, seven, 14 teams now because it's seven, right? All right. So now, well, the other two can... Well, one gets a bye, right? So yeah, 12 teams. That's a lot of fucking people. Well, you do, you do it like <laughs> baseball did. You do two bubbles. Right, but that's that's a lot. I mean, how many teams are you going to have at one? I mean, that, that's six a lot. Six. Yeah, that, that's a lot of players, bro. That's a lot of people. A lot, a lot of heads, staff, yeah, all yeah, that yeah. shit. Let's see. I mean, we're not talking about a 26-man roster. We're talking about a you know 50, double that. 50-man roster, yeah. That well, may be... then do four bubbles. Baseball did yeah, it. Yeah, you right? do baseball, four bubbles. Baseball did Houston and Arlington, San Diego and LA. Yeah, yeah no, you could. So I, I think you do that. But yeah, you, I think you have to do the bubble. Because you can't have... You can't have a schedule disruption in the playoffs. That will yeah, yeah. That will screw it up for everybody. And I think they understand that. God, I hope so. Yeah. God, do. I hope so. The other thing, man, my heart goes out to Dak Prescott. Uh, it was a, that was a gruesome injury. And for a mobile quarterback, really for any football player, to destroy your ankle like that, man, that's just, that could be career ending. And I mean, I hate to even utter the words "career ending," uh, but it, I I feel terrible for him. And you know, I I realize he gets a little bit of extra popularity and hate because he plays for the Dallas Cowboys. But from everything I've heard, he is one of the true good guys in the NFL. Does a lot in his community. Does a lot back back home, not just in the Dallas community, but you know, it, it's just. It's a darn shame. You hate to see someone's season end that way. You hate to see an injury of that sort on anyone. But, I, I mean, I felt especially bad for for Dak just because... He was fucking having a career year, too, man. He was man. doing well, yeah. I mean, he's thrown for 1,800 yards this season. I think Russell Wilson is second. He may not even pass him in yards next week, man. after next week. I mean, that's, that's, that's the kind of season that Dak Prescott was having. This is another guy that... Fucking came out and talked about depression, you know. So uh, he's definitely a, uh, I, I he's a leader in my eyes, I, you know, to come yeah. out and talk about it. I think it takes a lot of courage. Uh, so yeah, sucks for him, but part of uh, you know part of football, man. Yeah, that, that's, that's just the way. That's the way it goes in football sometimes, and it's really unfortunate. Um, that division. Looks worse by the minute. I mean, Cowboys are gonna run away with it. At what five and eleven? Yeah, but they'll run away with it. That, the Cowboys are not losing that the, division. The Cowboys could be the first team to win the division by three games with only six wins. Yeah, possibly six and ten, and everyone else is three and the the Eagles will be 13. the closest. Right, they'll be three twelve and one. 
<laughs> ahead of the Redskins at three and thirteen and the Giants at two and fourteen. Is that Every- even possible considering they play each other? I don't know, but everybody in that division has a negative point differential. And everyone in that division has a very <laughs> real shot of winning the division. I know. The Giants The Giants have not even sniffed a win yet. Well, they kind of sniffed it yesterday. The Giants have not won a game yet this year. And the Giants are only two games out. That's it? That's it. Ain't this possible, man. <laughs> it's amazing to me that one division can be that bad. I know for for how much we've talked about that that division is the best division. Well, the games are always so good, right? Because even when even when they're really good teams, the shitty teams always play them tough. Like there's such a rivalry between those four teams. Yeah. If you if you ask most Dallas fans who their biggest rival is, I bet you it's an even split between the three, between the Eagles, Giants, and and Redskins. If you ask Redskins fans who their biggest rival is, probably a little more Dallas than, than the Eagles mm-hmm. and the Giants, but I promise you they, there's a lot of people in Washington that hate the Eagles and the Giants. Oh, yeah. And the same thing same. for the Eagles and right. the Giants. Right. They'll, the Eagles and Giants and Redskins, they'll all say Dallas because Dallas is the more popular team of the four. Right. But there'll still be a lot of fans that have a lot of hatred oh, yeah. for the other two. And, you know, like, it's not uncommon to hear fans in that division say when they see their rivals playing, I hope it ends up in a tie. Yeah, you know, I mean, they just they don't want to see either team win. Right, and so yeah. uh, it, the rivalry is. I think it's the most intense rivalry in terms of divisions, and it doesn't matter if they're good or bad. That rivalry seems to take over and make every game close. And yeah, but you know, now with Dak out, that that Dallas offense takes a considerable turn for the worse because Andy Dalton is he's not Dak Prescott. He's not, no, of course not, but I mean, he came in yesterday and he, he played all right, you know? He fumbled like the first snap. It wasn't his fault. He fumbled it and kicked it five yards away, right into the hands of a Giants player. That's a smart move. He was trying to, you know, he was trying to do something. He was trying to I do th- something. I honestly think they'll be all right. I worry. I, I worry, and mm. I, I, A, because obviously Andy Dalton's not Dak Prescott, right? But also... McCarthy is cross-eyed. You know, like I was kind of, I was happy that they hired McCarthy. I thought it was a good hire for them, but McCarthy's proven to be a bit of an, a bit of an idiot. Well, yeah, yeah, he's made some really questionable calls. You know, we'll leave off on this. We should be celebrating the Atlanta Falcons. I was just gonna say that. I was just gonna ask you, like, (laughs) whose head are you gonna call for next? Because the one you've been calling for for the last two years. Is gone. I, I popped champagne when I heard that. I'm not even a fucking Falcons fan. That's terrible. That's terrible. Well, you know, look. 0-5. Pissing away. Double-digit leads in the fourth quarter. Super Bowls. I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of surprised he lasted this I long. I died too. Who are you telling? <laughs> surprised. You thought he should have been fired after the Super Bowl. Yeah. The season after. At... at at the earliest. When, like, if you were the GM or, or the owner, when would you have fired him? Would you have fired him right after the Super Bowl? No, no. No, that's the what I'm saying. The following season. The following season. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So, you know, but whatever. You got anything else, man? That's it, brother. Let's wrap this puppy up. Alrighty, folks. As always, if you want to watch the Positive Sports Podcast, you can do so on YouTube. <clears throat> if you want to listen to it, you can listen to it on Pod. Bean, Google Play, iTunes, whatever your podcast listening platform of choice is. 
If they want to get a hold of you, how do they do that, Alex? On Twitter at Brooklyn Gaucho One. You probably want to watch. You want to look at Ed's beautiful blue scarf. It's not a scarf. It's a it's a gator. It's a buff. Trust me. When they watch and they comment down below after they've subscribed and liked the video, they're gonna say it's a fucking scarf. No, they're not. If you want to get a hold of me and tell me how cool my buff is, you can do so on Twitter as well, emontana21. And if you want to email the show, you can email the show at positivesports10 at gmail.com. Positivesports10 at gmail.com. We've come to the end of another wonderful episode. Alex, thank you so much for your time. I always appreciate it. I thank always you. enjoy doing this with you. I know I don't say that to you enough, but man, this is... This is the highlight of my week. This hour that we spend in front of this camera is, to me, one of the most fun parts of my week. I love it, my man. Damn, Skippy. We should do it. We should pot every day. I don't know. But I, don't, I don't think they can take it. <laughs> I don't think they can take it. As always, folks, ignore the negativity. Be the positivity. Peace.